Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak. <coughs> Today we will study the Prophet Ezekiel, chapter 13, that is the Navi Yechezkel, chapter Yud Gimel. This is Saul Weinreb, the host for the podcast. And let's study this chapter together. In the last chapter, chapter 12, we ended with several verses discussing what the people would say about the prophecies of the Nevi'im, of the true prophets. The true prophets who were saying that if the people don't repent their ways, if the people don't shape up, that destruction will come, that there will be a disaster coming. And we learned that the people would say, ah, it's not going to come maybe for another several hundred years. Don't worry about it. It's no big deal. They would also say, well, when it, you know, they've been saying this for hundreds of years and it never happened. So another hundred years are going to go by and they're going to die and we're going to die and it still won't happen. In other words, they didn't take them seriously. This chapter continues on the theme of not listening to the prophets, <coughs> but takes it to the next step. And that is, not only did the people not listen to the true prophets because they didn't take them seriously, for which God had to tell them, you better take me seriously because it's not going to be in another hundred years, it's going to be now. But the people instead listened to the false prophets. Now we've learned about these false prophets in Isaiah, we learned about them in Jeremiah, especially in Jeremiah there was a lot of discussion of these false prophets. And in general what we learned about them is that what they would keep on saying is, don't worry, there isn't going to be any destruction, there's going to be peace, everything's fine, yeah, sure, there's, there's trouble now, but all the trouble's going to be over, God's not going to let the temple get destroyed. All of these things that people were being led by these false prophets. And often these false prophets were also um, using various forms of black magic and and necromancy and soothing and, and all kinds of things which have nothing to do with God. And certainly these people did not receive any messages from God. <coughs> so in this chapter, we're going to address these false prophets. So chapter 13, verse 1, And the word of God to me was as follows. This chapter speaks for itself. There isn't much commentary necessary. The words and the ideas are extremely clear. Ben Adam, human being. This is God speaking to Ezekiel. I want you to now speak to those prophets of Israel, the ones who are saying their prophecies. Um, and I want you to speak to the ones who make up their prophecies from their own hearts. In other words, not those like you who actually have, are bringing the message of God to the people, but those that just say what they feel like saying for whatever reason, I want you now to listen to the word of God. In other words, you've been claiming to be listening to the word of God, but you haven't been. Now, listen up. This is what God actually says. Verse 3. So says God, uh, the Lord God. Woe is to those, those um, disgusting or gross, or I saw the translation, degenerate prophets. Asher holchim acharucham, that they just go after their own spirits, their own whims, ulevilti ra'u, in cases where they have not ever seen any actual visions of God. Kishu alim bacharavos, they are like jackals wandering around the destroyed homes just looking for scraps. Nevi'echa Yisrael ha'yu. That is what you um, prophets of Israel have been like. 
they simply opportunists. A jackal is the is an opportunist. He doesn't hunt for himself, or he rather he just looks around for the things that are left around. These these are just opportunists. They don't have any of their own um, value. They simply say what the people want to hear at the right times so that the people will listen. Lo alisem And this is the key. This is verse 5. How do you know the difference between a false and a true prophet? A true prophet says it like it is, even if it is not comfortable, even if it is not fun, even if it is not what the people want to hear. You did not go up into the breaches, literally. You didn't go and see what was wrong with the people and help fix it and ask them to fix their ways. You didn't try to build fences. When the fences were down, you didn't try to build them. You didn't try to strengthen the people, protect the people by pointing out what their flaws were and helping them try to amend them. You didn't stand up to fight and the day of God, when God came and said he was going to make judgment, you didn't stand to fight for God, to fight for the true safety of the people. But rather, all you did was see false notions, false ideas, and lying divinations. Divinations meaning, you know, you divined on, a, on, some, on some magical amulet and said that, oh, I see, this is going to be blah, 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 etc. Something shoved, something false. So, omrim no'omadonai. And those of you that keep saying, this is what God says, but it's a lie. God did not send you. And then you go ahead and you say, oh, everything's going to be good. It's going to be great. It's gonna, the siege is going to be over. Hunger is going to be over. Disease is going to be over. The temple is going to stand. And then you just sit around and wait for it to happen. Whatever visions you've seen, they were false. Whatever divinations you got from these magical things, they were just false, kazov, they were lies. And you were saying, no, Madonai, that God says these things. But I, God, Lodi Barti, never ever said such a thing. Therefore, this is verse 8. So says the Lord God. Because you have spoken such falsehoods. And your visions that you have seen are complete lies. Therefore, I am coming after you, says the Lord God. <laughs> because that's how you speak. I am coming after you. Punishments will come down specifically on you. I saw you and my hand will come down against those prophets. This is verse 9. <coughs> that see these false visions and magically divine lies. They will not remain among the, the um, uh, assembly, is one way it's, it's said, of my people. The sodami are those that gather to talk. When, when the people, the leadership and the people gather together to discuss their situation, to discuss what to do, how to work, how to go, right? The Sodami, these, these prophets, they will not be there. They will not be among the people. They will not even be written down in the memories of the house of Israel. Their memories will go when they're gone and no one will care to listen to what they had to say years later. Unlike Ezekiel, whose words we study thousands of years later today, these prophets are gone, nameless, faceless, because they were false. They will not come back and return to the land of Israel when the people do. The only thing they will know is that they were punished because I am the true God. And and because, and really because, because they went and fooled 
and misled my nation saying shalom, that there really is peace, everything is fine, saying what the people want to hear, saying the easy thing without saying the hard truth. But vein shalom, and there was no real peace. And so they went ahead and they, so to speak, built a a um, wall, and they are plastering it with junky uh, uh, plaster that's, that's nothing, that's worthless. This is the... Uh, Reminds it reminds one of the of the parable of the three little pigs, building they're building they're building a house of of of, of sticks and stones which is going to fall down in a flimsy way. That their entire structure is built on lies. When you build things on lies, it's like building a flimsy structure. The protections, so to speak, that they put around Jerusalem with their magical spells and divination are useless. Are nothing. They're going to fall apart the moment the enemy comes by in one breath. And moral all you need to say to those, and this is God instructing the true prophet Ezekiel, say to those who are plastering those those weak, um, uh, 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 insignificant walls, say to them that those walls are going to collapse. So all they need is a little bit of rain, and it'll just wash away the Atena, and I shall. Um, Make it happen, Avnei Gavish. I will make uh, 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 stones, hailstones fall from the sky, Tipolna, and knock down those walls. And a strong wind will just smash them down. And then when it happens, when the whole thing happens and it all falls apart, and the enemy comes in and the city, the walls of Jerusalem are breached, and the city is at siege, Halo Yamar Aleichem. Then the people are going to say to you, Where is all of the plaster that you smeared on the walls? In other words, all of those things that you said, those incantations and magical spells and, and I, whatever it was that you said were going to protect us, what happened to them? Where are they? They're nowhere. Because they were meaningless. They were nothing in the beginning and they're nothing in the end. Therefore, this is verse 13, So says the Lord God, <laughs> I will, I will, um, I will release uh, strong winds in my anger to, uh, so to speak, again to blow down those walls. And gushing rains will come from my anger. And and large stones from the sky, presumably hailstones, will come down from the sky with the purpose of destruction. I will smash the wall, the wall that you smeared up with the useless plaster, and I will knock it down to the ground, and its, and its foundation will be, will be revealed because the wall built on top of it will be knocked over. It will collapse. And you who are seeking protection there will become destroyed within those walls. And you will know, that I am the Lord God because <coughs> I am taking vengeance against those that deserve it. I will complete my anger and vengeance against the wall. This is a tiny little silver lining here that God is saying many people will destroy and be dead, but some will survive as we have seen in the previous chapters. But my anger will be completely vented against the stuff, the walls, and against those who are smearing up these walls with this lies and nonsense um, and the in, in unwillingness to actually become better and, and actually fix the, the breaches. 
that are causing the pe uh, people to be um, uh, at the receiving end of God's wrath. Again, those that are the evil ones, those that are those are the ones against whom I am going to release and, and empty, spend my wrath and against the chamos, against the kir, against the wall. But there will be some survivors, those that are not those that do heed my call of, and the calls of the true prophets. And I'm going to say to you, there is no longer any wall, and there is no longer any of these soothsayers and magicians and false prophets. Nevi'e um, Yisrael, those prophets of Israel, that are saying all these prophecies regarding Jerusalem, and those that are seeing these visions of peace, when there actually is not peace, those are the ones against whom I am going to spend my wrath. So says the Lord God. This is verse 17. And you, Ezekiel, you, Yechezkel, Ben Adam, human beings, I want you to start speaking now. <coughs> Until now, I was speaking to the Nevi'im, to the prophets, which were the, <coughs> the men that walked around pretending that they were holy prophets when they were anything but. But there were also, unfortunately, women who, who dabbled in these occult arts and, and, gave, and also dabbled in this soothsaying and dressed up to be uh, some sort of uh, diviners and, and, and magicians and so on. Just like the men in the first half of the chapter, I want you to talk to the women of your nation, Hamit Nabot Milipen, that also make up these visions from their own hearts. Like the same way the men did it from their own hearts, the same phrase, I want you to speak to them and speak to them as well and say as follows, and this is what you should say, this is what God really says. You're saying things in the name of God that are nonsense, but what does God really say? As follows, quote, Woe are to those who um, <coughs> so... Um, who sew, uh, literally this means who sew pads or cloths over the, the joints or the elbows and, uh, uh, and the wrists, you know, the joints of the arm. And they make these, um, these uh, uh, hair coverings that, that are designed to fit on the heads of people. And the purpose of them doing this uh, presumably the women are the ones that have the skills to create these clothing, but these clothing were designed as some sort of an amulet, some sort of a protection. Um, that's one way of looking at it, or it could be the way these women themselves would dress in the uniform of their, um, of what, of, 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 a, of a diviner. And then they would do this, let's nefashos, in order to capture souls, in order that people should be convinced they would create this environment of holiness, but it was, not true holiness, of course, in order to capture souls. Are you, you, are, are, is it possible that you are going to capture souls from my nation? While you think that your own lives you are going to save, you're going to capture these souls, allow them and encourage them to continue in their evil ways and bring destruction upon them, and you think I'm going to let you get away with it? Verse 19, You have profaned my name in my nation. You have caused my name to be profaned. People think nothing of God. And why did you do that? Because of the pay they would give you, some, some pieces of bread and some grains of barley. 
and and just for that you have therefore caused the death of souls who would otherwise not have died in other words without encouraging them to return on the proper path and to come back to me which may have saved their lives you encourage them to stay on their evil paths which ends will end up in their destruction and in their death this is um and um and in the and you were trying to allow people to live that would not live in other words you were telling them that what they're doing is okay you're telling them that everything is fine when it's not fine when you say these lies to the people of my nation those sat and listened to your lies and drank them up because they were comfortable to listen to therefore so says god the lord god or Therefore, God says as follows: I am going to to take care of your coverings, these cloaks and garments that you use in your in your in your um, sorcery. Those things which you use in order to entrap people, entrap their souls, like people trap birds. The karati otam, and I am going to tear those garments. May Alzro take them from your arms. Vishilachti etanefashot. I am going to release those souls. Asher atemitzodot that you are capturing et nifashim leprochot. Those souls that were trying to fly away and could have lived independently on their own and maybe could have followed a proper path, but you captured those souls and kept them entrapped in your cages. I am going to release them. The karati et misbechosechem. I will tear up those those head coverings that you that you wove and sewed together and i'm going to save my nation from your hands from your treacherous hands they will no longer be in your hands to be trapped and you all of you will know that i am the lord god because you have have um made the the heart of a tzaddik you have taken people that could have been righteous deep down they might have been living bad lives but deep down many of them were tzaddikim many of them were righteous many of them could have turned around with had proper guidance and when they came to you 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 ruined their hearts with falseness you made them sad with falseness i wasn't the one who saddened their hearts if they had listened to me god says i sent them true messengers i sent them my prophets they told them how to truly improve. And instead, what did you do? You strengthened the hands of the evil people. So not only those that could have repented did you prevent from repenting, those that are rishayim, that are evil, that were not going to repent, that were just going to continue in their evil ways, you gave them even more strength. You gave them so much more strength that which would eliminate any chance of them returning from their evil ways so that lack from their evil ways so to allow them to live any chance that even the evil people might have had some of them could have learned their lesson and turned around you inhibited that from happening therefore this is verse 23 you will no longer see these false visions of and no more these this this sorcery this divination you will no longer have a chance to do because you will be destroyed i'm going to save my nation from your hands and you will know that i am the lord your god this concludes chapter 13 
Thank you so much for studying chapter 13 together. Looking forward to studying chapter 14 and, of course, the rest of the book of Ezekiel together. Have a wonderful day.